It's a Minimalist Monday edition of Optimal Living Daily, episode 171. Packing Party, Unpack a Simpler Life, by Ryan Nicodemus of TheMinimalist.com. Get ready to maximize your potential with Optimal Living Daily, the podcast that brings you the best in personal development and productivity every day of the week. Your optimal life awaits. Now here's your host, Justin Mollick. What's going on, oldies? Welcome to Old, or OLD, which stands for Optimal Living Daily. This is the one and only podcast where you can have multiple amazing blogs read to you, including Zen Habits, Becoming Minimalist, Be More With Less, Mark and Angel, Sivers.org, and of course, The Minimalists, who I'm reading today. I actually got to meet them recently on their tour, showing their film. It was so awesome. I highly recommend it. You can check out the trailer and get more information at minimalismfilm.com. And today is Minimalist Monday. I'm going to read to you a post that covers how Ryan of the Minimalist decluttered. But before we get to that, you can be entered to win a book by these very minimalists in just two days. You just need to be part of my weekly newsletter. You have to join by tomorrow if you want to have a chance to win the book, Minimalism, Live a Meaningful Life. So to do that really quickly right now, you can text the word OPTIMAL to the number 44222. Or if you don't like texting, you can simply visit oldpodcast.com and join there. And once you join the mailing list, you'll be entered to win the book in two days and also on the first of every month. And that's that. Let's jump right in and start optimizing your life. Packing Party, Unpack a Simpler Life by Ryan Nicodemus. What makes a rich person rich? When I was a teenager, I thought it was $50,000 a year. When I started climbing the corporate ladder in my early 20s, I soon earned 50 grand. Something was wrong though. I didn't feel rich. So I went back to the drawing board and discovered my error. I forgot to adjust for inflation. Maybe $75,000 a year was rich. Maybe $90,000. Maybe six figures. Or maybe owning a bunch of stuff. Maybe that was rich. Whatever rich was, I knew that once I got there, I'd finally be happy. So as I made more money, I spent more money. All in the pursuit of the American dream. All in the pursuit of happiness. But the closer I got, the further away happiness was. Five years ago, my life was different from what it is today. Radically different. I had everything I ever wanted, everything I was quote-unquote supposed to have. I had an impressive job title at a respectable corporation, a successful career managing dozens of employees. I earned a six-figure income. I bought a shiny new car every few years. I owned a huge three-bedroom, two-bathroom, 2,000-square-foot condo. even had two living rooms. Other than maintaining several playrooms for my cat, I have no idea why a single guy needs two living rooms. My cat and I were living the American dream. Everyone around me said I was successful, but I was only ostensibly successful. You see, I also had a bunch of things that were hard to see from the outside. Even though I earned a lot of money, I had heaps of debt. Chasing the American dream cost me a lot more than money. My life was filled with stress, anxiety, and discontent. I was miserable. I may have looked successful, but I certainly didn't feel successful. It got to a point where I didn't know what was important anymore. But one thing was clear, there was a gaping void in my life. So I tried to fill that void the same way many people do, with stuff, lots of stuff. I attempted to fill the void with consumer purchases. I bought new cars, new electronics, and new expensive clothes. I bought expensive furniture, home decorations, and all the latest gadgets. When I didn't have enough cash in the bank, I paid for expensive meals, rounds of drinks, and frivolous vacations with credit cards. I spent money faster than I earned it in an attempt to buy my way to happiness. 
and I thought I'd get there one day. Happiness had to be just around the corner. But the stuff didn't fill the void. It widened it. And because I didn't know what was important, I continued to fill the void with stuff, going further into debt, working hard to buy things that weren't making me happy. This went on for years, a demoralizing cycle. By my late 20s, my life on the outside looked great, but inside, I was a mess. I was several years divorced, I was unhealthy, I felt stuck, I drank a lot, I did drugs a lot, I used as many pacifiers as I could, and I continued to work 60, 70, sometimes 80 hours a week, forsaking the most important aspects of my life. I barely ever thought about my health, my relationships, my passions. Worst of all, I felt stagnant. I wasn't growing, and I certainly wasn't contributing to others. My life lacked meaning, purpose, passion. If you would have asked me what I was passionate about, I would have looked at you like a deer in the headlights. What am I passionate about? I had no idea. I was living paycheck to paycheck, living for a paycheck, living for stuff, living for a career I didn't love. I wasn't really living at all, though. I was depressed. Then, as I was approaching age 30, I noticed something different about my best friend of 20 years. Josh seemed happy for the first time in a long time, like truly happy, ecstatic. But why? We had worked side by side at the same corporation throughout our 20s, both climbing the ranks, and he had been just as miserable as me. Something significant had changed. To boot, he had just gone through two of the most difficult events of his life. His mother had just passed away and his marriage had ended, both in the same month. He wasn't supposed to be happy, and he definitely wasn't supposed to be happier than me. So I did what any good friend would do. I bought him lunch at a fine dining establishment. We went to Subway. While we were eating our sandwiches, I asked Josh, why the hell are you so happy? Josh spent the next 20 minutes telling me about something called minimalism. He talked about how he'd spent the last few months simplifying his life, getting the clutter out of the way to make room for what was truly important. And then he showed me an entire community of people who had done the same thing. He introduced me to a guy named Colin Wright, a 24-year-old entrepreneur who travels to a new country every four months, carrying with him everything he owns. Then there was Joshua Becker, a 36-year-old husband and father of two, with a full-time job and a car and a house in suburban Vermont. Next, he showed me Courtney Carver, a 40-year-old wife and mother to a teenage daughter in Salt Lake City. And there was Leo Babauta, a 30-year-old husband and father of six in San Francisco. Although all these people led considerably different lives, they all shared at least two things in common. First, they were living deliberate, meaningful lives. They were passionate and purpose-driven and they seem much richer than any of the so-called rich guys I worked with in the corporate world. Second, they all attributed their improved lives to this thing called minimalism. So, being the problem solver I am, I decided to become a minimalist right there on the spot. I looked up at Josh and excitedly announced, All right, I'm in. I'm a minimalist. Um, now what? You see, I didn't want to spend months slowly paring down my possessions like Josh had. That was fine for him, but I needed faster results. So he came up with a crazy idea. Let's throw a packing party. Everything is more fun when you put party at the end. We decided to pack all my belongings as if I were moving, and then I would unpack only the items I needed over the next three weeks. Josh came over and helped me box up everything. My clothes, my kitchenware, my towels, my electronics, my TVs, my framed photographs and paintings, my toiletries, even my furniture. Everything. We literally pretended I was moving. After nine hours and a few pizza deliveries, everything was packed. There we were, sitting in my second living room, feeling exhausted, staring at boxes stacked halfway to my 12-foot ceiling. My condo was empty, and everything smelled like cardboard. 
Everything I owned, every single thing I had worked for over the past decade was there in that room. Boxes stacked on top of boxes, stacked on top of boxes. Each box was labeled so I'd know where to go when I needed a particular item. Labels like living room, junk drawer number one, kitchen utensils, bedroom closet, junk drawer number seven, and so on. I spent the next 21 days unpacking only the items I needed. My toothbrush, my bed and bed sheets, clothes for work, the furniture I actually used, kitchenware, a tool set, just the things that added value to my life. After three weeks, 80% of my stuff was still in those boxes, just sitting there, unaccessed. I looked at those boxes and I couldn't remember what was in most of them. All those things that were supposed to make me happy weren't doing their job. So I sold some of it and then donated the rest. And you know what? I started to feel rich for the first time in my life. I felt rich once I got everything out of the way so I could make room for everything that remains. You just listened to the post titled Packing Party, Unpack a Simpler Life by Ryan Nicodemus of TheMinimalist.com. One of the best things you can do for your kids is to teach them how to manage money. And this should be started when they're little. And that's why I'm so excited to tell you about the sponsor of today's episode, Go Henry by Acorns, the smart debit card and learning app for kids 6 to 18. Go Henry helps kids learn about all things money, earning, spending, saving, budgeting, and so much more. You can even track their chores and pay their allowance right in the GoHenry app. And with their GoHenry debit card, they can put their skills to use in the real world. Plus, parents can set spend limits and get real-time notifications whenever their kids use their cards. I seriously wish I had this as a kid. I had to learn about money the hard way as an adult. If my parents had set me up with GoHenry as a kid, learning to adult would have been so much easier. Set your kids up for success and get started today at gohenry.com slash old. Terms and conditions apply. Renews from $4.99 per month, unless canceled. It's pretty awesome that Ryan was able to do that. I wish I did that when I moved not too long ago, although you definitely don't need to be moving to do this. It's just a little more convenient. Once again, if you want to have a chance to win the book, Minimalism, Living Meaningful Life by The Minimalists, in just two days, you need to be on my mailing list by tomorrow. Not only are you entered to win, but you'll also get three Excel spreadsheets to help you optimize your life and a video tutorial I made just for you to go along with it. You can join at oldpodcast.com or the super quick way is to text the word optimal to the number 44222. And tomorrow we're going to get a little minimalist bonus because I'll be reading a post from another well-known minimalist, Colin Wright, although not really about minimalism. So I'll see you there where your optimal life awaits. Hey, this is Dan from the Optimal Finance Daily Podcast, which is a lot like this show, except more focused on personal finance. Justin handpicks the best posts he can find from blogs and authors like Ramit Sethi, Mr. Money Mustache, and more, and I read them to you five days a week. So if you enjoy this podcast, come on over and subscribe to Optimal Finance Daily too. And together, we'll optimize your financial life. You've been listening to Optimal Living Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits.